Welcome to an inspirational message by Pastor Harold Weiss, Senior Pastor at Little Falls Christian Center. I read you a scripture tonight concerning when we give to God from the same chapter. It just works like this. Do you believe in the Word of God? Do you have the fear of the Lord? Very important. Do you really have the fear of the Lord in your life? Let me see your hands right now. Very important. Then read with me. In the same chapter, I continue now after reading about the tithings. We see God's response. Verse 16, Malachi 3, now 16. This is a verse concerning the rapture of the church or the catching away of the church. You see, there comes a revival. You read about it now. Let's take a look from there to the book of Isaiah in the chapter 26. Here it says, Then those who feared the Lord, Malachi 3, 16, those who feared the Lord with awe-filled reverence spoke to one another, and the Lord paid attention, and he heard it. Those who feared the Lord. The Lord took notice, and a book of remembrance was written before him. Of those who fear the Lord with an attitude of reverence and respect, who esteem his name, they will be mine. How many of you still have the fear of the Lord in this place? You are his. They will be mine, says the Lord of hosts. On that day when I publicly recognize them and openly declare them to be my own possession. That word possession is like, in I think the King James translation says, my jewels, like precious jewels. They will be my own possession. That is my very special treasure. And I will have compassion on them and spare them as a man spares his own son who serves him. And then you will again distinguish between the righteous and the wicked, between the one who serves God and the one who who does not serve him. A special treasure, God's treasure, his jewels, as the Amplified, or actually the King James translation says. Now, concerning the wicked who do not know him, in Isaiah chapter 20 and 6, and we read, if we go to Isaiah 20 and verse Number, let me see, 26, and it will be, I'll give you the verse in a moment. You need to understand, those who do not fear the Lord, who do not know Him, it says here, concerning the end of days, it says, the wicked dead, verse 14, will not live again. The spirits of the dead will not rise and return. Therefore you, almighty God, have punished and destroyed them. 
and you have wiped out every memory of them, every trace of them. Now, again I say to how many of you still fear the Lord? Let me see now. We do it over and over because we fear God. And then it says these words to those who fear the Lord, who's in the book of the Lord, in the book of life. Verse 19 now, the rapture of the church in the Old Testament. Your dead will live. Their bodies will rise. You who lie in the dust, awake and shout for joy. For your dew is as a dew of celestial light at the catching away of the church. Heavenly and supernatural. The earth will give birth to the spirits of the dead. The dead will rise again. And it shall be in light and it shall be in glory. This is the final revival from the dead. We're talking about revival, but here we have the final revival. When we look at revival, we have set our course, we have charted the way, the straight and the narrow way to go to heaven where God is. So, my dear friends, do not cease in doing what God tells us to do. Do not cease in your commitment to the living God. Do not cease in being devoted, reading the word of God like I keep on saying. Come to church and be sure that you're coming with a Bible. If at all possible, bring a notebook and some pen and write things that you hear that are applicable to you all the time, the things in the word of God just like that. But the dead in Christ shall rise again. The earth shall give birth to all the people who have rested in the dust of the earth. And then we who are alive together with them shall be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye and shall rise up to meet the Lord in the air. 1 Thessalonians 4.23 Meet the Lord in the air where we shall forever be with Him. In the meantime, the time is running out concerning this which we're reading here because it says here very clearly, the earth will give birth to the spirits of the dead. And the next verse, like so. Come, my people, enter your chambers. I go to prepare a place for you, that you might be where I am, that you may be there also. John chapter number 14. I am the way, the truth, and the life, said the Lord Jesus Christ. I go. And the bridegroom has a special room in the ancient world. I might bring it to your attention. This word chambers is the word that describes a wedding chamber or the wedding bedroom where the bridegroom has prepared a place for his bride. It's literally like so. It's just that. 
So here we see that he goes and he prepares a place. The Bible says in the book of Revelation, the city of gold, the heavenly city, the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down from heaven as a bride. And there are places made, prepared by the bridegroom. It's called the chamber, the wedding chamber. It literally refer, refers to the, the chamber, the bedroom of the bridegroom. And so you see, there will be a marriage supper of the Lamb. There is a thing called the rapture of the church. Fact is that if you look at this, if you go into biblical mathematics and the code system, you find that in these, both these verses, there is a word that says he's coming to fetch us in a hurry. Literally, it says it here in the Hebrew, in the code, in the Bible codes. Tells you that. It's coded. The word, um, I think it's the word letzah, which means to take you up suddenly into heaven. We talk about the rapture of the church here. In the meantime, we're going to have revival. In the meantime, let's have revival and await our brothers and sisters who are coming out of those graves, uncles and aunts and family members, for which many people have shed many tears and have mourned about them. They're waiting for you. You'll join them and you'll be with them and be with the Lord. Give the Lord a praise offering tonight. Shout hallelujah. And so I say to you, I won't go further with that reading, otherwise I begin to preach. I say to you, walk the straight and the narrow road, and the Lord be with your ways. We're going to have a good time tonight. I've just got so many things in my mind. I want to flow with the Spirit tonight. And um, you know what's in my heart? Have you received that paper that looks like this? Please, the people there have made this thing of the gifts of the Spirit. You get this? You all have this? All right, keep this. This now just done a little bit neater. It's with the top gifts, the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 12, verses 4 to 11. And a description of the nine gifts. I will read just the definitions, not all the scriptures, but I'll just read the definitions so that you could see what these nine gifts of the Spirit is. There, they are there for to empower the church. But they are not there that they are only for Pastor Harold. They are for all of you. He's given the gifts of the, of the Holy Spirit to all the church. And if you by faith pray for these gifts, you'll begin to flow in the gifts of the Spirit. How many of you want to flow in the gifts of the Spirit? Tonight, I'm going to pray for the release of the Holy Spirit in your life. Do you want that? How many want God to use you like this? Now, I really need to see some hands in this place. You want God to use you just like this? Tonight is the night of the release of the Spirit here at Little Falls Christian Center. So let's go. And then after that, we'll still pray for more after that, so don't go away. Still stay and money. I used to go in the next to account with the Ghanduni. Amen. So you sit down with a cup of coffee, that's it, you know. And then you say to your wife, Yeah. Like I always say, you say to the man next to you or somebody that's you know, a friend, two men sitting outside. 
like two farmers sitting on the front stoop of their, of their, I always talk to Yanni about this, I said, and the one said, he looks in the distance, and the other one scratches his beard, and he say, you know, yes, dear brother-in-law, you know, life is not a burden, life is glory in the Lord, without the Lord, no glory, those who don't know the Lord will sleep in the dust and will not be raised, but they will come out there on the great white throne judgment. Listen, before I pray for the people for these gifts of the Spirit, release them into your lives. Tonight, as I get to people, I might minister a prophetic word, but it will be quick because there's a lot of people here and I want to get to all of you and I want to pray for all of you and then we'll have the pastors pray for all of you. Nobody needs to go home here tonight until you've been prayed for. Hello. Hello. You know what? Women called Catherine Kuma used to weep before the Lord and say, Lord, all these people are going to go home and they're now going to, there they're going and I haven't even prayed for them and I didn't minister to them personally. We pray for you tonight. And after that, the pastors will pray for you tonight. And uh, when that is over, We'll still do some other things. It's the Spirit of God. We've got a full house night in terms of flowing with God. You want to flow with God tonight? Man, I tell you, there's a very strong prophetic anointing at the moment on me too. I tell you, this whole afternoon I was like, like in a, in a prophetic mode, it's just amazing. The world begins to swim in a different dimension. You see the world and what goes on. Net, unbelievable glory. Word of knowledge from here, from the top. I read it. It's a fragment of the knowledge of God released through the Holy Spirit to a believer, revealing detail that could not be known or gathered naturally through the natural process of learning. Once this gift has been uttered, it operates together with the gift of prophecy, the word of wisdom, a fragment of God's wisdom through the mind of Christ released to a believer Revealing the wisdom of God to a believer and God's solution to man's problems. The word of wisdom tends to affect the future as it reveals God's plan and strategy for things to come and the way to follow with the Lord Jesus Christ. The discerning of spirits, the supernatural insight into the spiritual realm imparted by the Holy Spirit to a believer enabling him or her to discern what type of spirit is responsible for some supernatural manifestation for all. When it gets to things like somebody telling fortunes and fortune telling and these, you get them gypsies next to the road and all that sort of stuff, you get immediately by the gift of the discerning spirit, you just know. Different kind of tongues the supernatural utterance in an unknown tongue enabling the believer to speak in a language the, that he or she has never learned or known before. Interpretation of tongues, the supernatural ability to interpret an utterance in an unknown tongue and equally to prophesy with it. Then, prophecy, the supernatural words of edification, oikodomeo, building up, exhortation, parakaleo, paraklesis, Parakaleo, calling near, 
and encouragement that comes from the Holy Spirit and comfort, paramuthia, calming, consoling, speaking closely to anyone with a greater degree of tenderness. Faith, the supernatural impartation of faith by the Holy Spirit to a believer, the most powerful, they say, of the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit here. The supernatural impartation of faith by the Holy Spirit to a believer, enabling the believer to believe God in such a way that the end result would always be miraculous by the power of this particular gift. Even if great periods of time have passed before the final manifestation of that prayer and statement of the faith through the gift of faith in a believer's life. The working of miracles. The supernatural ability to perform miracles by the power of the Holy Spirit are various kinds of miracles normally transcendent that normally transcend the normal laws of nature, even the laws of physics as we know them, that this works beyond because the Creator can move around as He wishes within His creation and do something like an arm growing, a leg growing, an eye coming out or seeing, or a person with a deaf ear opening that ear, or cancers falling out as they often did in the past years. And, and so we know that God is able to do way beyond your imagination by the working of miracles. Gifts of healings, the supernatural ability to heal the sick by the power of the Holy Spirit, by various methods or ways. There are the Scriptures with us. Those are just mere definitions. You can study the Scriptures, know them, pray for them to operate in your life. I'm going to pray for you tonight for just that. Do you want the Holy Spirit gifts to be released in your life? Will you pray about this? Can you say amen? amen. Give the Lord a proper praise offering in this place. Amen. Let's go. Let's go. Let's all stand. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.